Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 10, Dira Betach Section 1. Why Purpose Matters, The Value of Existence. Within the human experience, life can be filled with joy, enthusiasm, and drive while missing purpose. Milestones are achieved, breakthroughs are made, knowledge and success are attained, yet a sense of purpose remains elusive. One can reach self-described perfection and still ask, what is this all really worth? An objective answer to this quest for purpose is hard to come by. True purpose must be intrinsically valuable and important, not circumstantial or subjective. For human beings to be able to perceive the ultimate purpose, we must climb beyond the defined context of our existence and look from a place of encompassing truth. Perhaps the most appreciated contribution of Hasidus Chabad is the single, all-encompassing purpose of existence. Founded upon classic Jewish sources and relating even to the basic underpinnings of creation, this teaching introduces revolutionary perspective and rich insight into the mission and meaning of each created being. Our world's true significance is realized and daily life takes on infinite value and worth. The awareness of the ultimate purpose clarifies our true priorities and teaches us that we and our choices really matter. Section 2. Where to find purpose. God's garden. When searching for the purpose, the most natural hypothesis is to look heavenward. The vastness of the skies inspires man with spirituality's infinity, and one can only imagine that the ultimate purpose lies there. Life on earth is assumed to be secondary to the spiritual afterlife, and spiritual ecstasy to be more valuable than tangible deed. However, the idea of, of heaven being primary and earth secondary is completely rejected by Hasidus. An initial step in the pursuit of purpose is to know where to find it, and Hasidus is emphatic that the purpose must be down here in our physical realm. This point is reasoned from the fact that the giving of the Torah, the ultimate instruction of the divine will, took place in this physical world. Sinai is not a code word for a spiritual vision or some non-corporeal journey to a spiritual world. It is the name of a mountain on a Middle Eastern peninsula. Within the geography of this physical reality is where God revealed himself to his people, instructing them with what is primarily a physical code of instruction. Additionally, in the book of Shir Hashirim, the ongoing relationship between God and the Jewish people is described through the metaphor of a groom and bride. The analogy of a marriage conveys the encompassing relevance of God's presence within our lives. 
especially highlighted within the text, is the divine revelation at Sinai, which was later manifest in the Mishkan. This revelation of divinity within the physical would forever transform existence. From there on, the mission became to further reveal God's presence in our mundane world. There, God's arrival within our physical main to to dwell with his bride, the Jewish people, is phrased with the words, Basi Lagani, I, God, have come into my garden. This label grants tremendous insight into the purpose of existence. The world into which God arrived is called a garden, a place of growth, beauty, and enjoyment. At least from God's perspective, our world is a place of budding opportunity. While me, while we may see this disorder, disorder and struggle, God views it as his garden waiting to bloom. Most significantly, though, is that God refers to it not as a garden, but as my garden. Bypassing all the many spiritual worlds which surely all belong to him, it's the lowest realm that God possessively calls my garden. Thus, Hasidus concludes that the centerpiece of true purpose is our physical reality. This world is not a stepping stone for the heavens, nor is it a satellite site serving some elusive utopia. The world is the destination and the nerve center from where the ultimate purpose of all existence, spiritual and physical, can be realized. This is reflected in the Talmudic debate between Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai. The school of Shammai says that first the heavens were created, then the earth. The school of Hillel says that first the earth was created and then the heavens. The significance of their debate is understood to be more than an argument regarding the chronological sequence of events. Instead, classic commentaries explain their points of contention to be about which realm, heaven or earth, is the primary focus of God's creation. Did God create all of existence, including the physical universe, for the sake of heaven's spirituality? Or does the divine purpose in creation lie in the existence of material life on earth, and everything else exists to serve this end? Of course, the established ruling accords to base Hillel, and it is the physical world, the earth, which is the focal point of created existence. Physical versus spiritual. Before we get to why this physical world is the most important space, let us first take a look at the root difference between the physical and the spiritual. In introduction, common misconception imagines the metaphysical heavens as being the realm of divinity, with the physical being the domain of the creations. In truth, both realms are simply creations of God. The Chumash talks about angels and souls, beings that exist in a non-tangible dimension of reality. These beings are not God. They are spiritual realities that exist in the higher rungs of Seder Hishtalshalus, the chain sequence of creation that precedes our world. The spiritual is not the only place that God is found. God is omnipresent, existing without any limitation. 
He transcends all realms, yet is present within them. God exists in the physical world no less than in the spiritual heights. God is not closer to the heavenly angels than he is to you and me. The core distinction between the spiritual and the physical is not their proximity to God, rather it is their awareness of him. Spiritual beings are aware of God, while earthlings are naturally oblivious of his presence. For an angel, self-awareness and knowing God are synonymous. It thinks, part of who I am is how I came to be. I am an expression of the one who is making me. Physicality, in contrast, is simply about being, not thinking. The unique phenomenon of our world is that it just is, as a standalone world, seemingly entirely self-contained. A stone or a plant need not offer any explanation as to why they exist, they're just here. Even an intellectually driven person needs no justification to be egocentric, because just existing is the inborn trait of our world. To put it this way, in the physical world, reality is summed up by I am here, while in a spiritual world, reality is summed up by I have reason to be here. Being oblivious of your creator, the one that makes you be you, is not quite a virtue. While the various spiritual worlds differ in the extent of the godly revelation and awareness they experience, our physical world is devoid of revelation. It is the world of total concealment. This lack of godly awareness, this sense that I am just here, while being oblivious of a high reality, earns our world the title Oilam Hatachtoin, the lowest of all worlds.